It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brian, uh, instead of the mailbag today, the Dean Julia love the star mailbag, which we we don't typically do as often whenever we're we're coming off of a post game show. But there was some news that we're going to replace here with the third segment, and that is uh, a lot of people were tweeting the curse is broken. The Cowboys can finally win a Super Bowl. They can do whatever because it was announced at 1140, 20 minutes before the kickoff of this game. Jerry Jones announces that Jimmy Johnson is going into the ring of honor on December 30th against the Lions and I don't think anybody really saw this one coming. You started to get a sense something was happening because Jerry said, you know, there's an announcement of press conference 20 minutes before the game. You saw these pictures of Jerry and Jimmy hanging out at the Panthers game. It's like, well, why is he? Why is he in Carolina? What's going on here? What's happening? And so, uh, Brian, ultimately, this is the the big news of the day is that Jimmy is going into the ring of honor. Did you there? There was a little bit of chatter. And I'm curious for your thoughts on this. Did you have any problem with the mode of announcement? Something that's as long overdue as it is. The fact that it wasn't done in the atrium at the star. It wasn't done some, it was done 20 minutes before kickoff on the road in another team stadium, kind of awkwardly in a, in a, you know, broadcast booth. Uh, did you find that to be odd at all that that was the way they chose to announce it? I think Clarence Hill thought it was a lot more odd than everybody else. <laughs> and then, and then McCarthy, he asked McCarthy the question. McCarthy's like, ah, you know, whatever. Then, you know, we're fine. Um, yeah, I did. I felt like the, I felt like the timing of it was a little strange. Uh, you know, maybe it's something that, you know, with the the red kettle. Now, maybe you don't want to over, maybe you don't want to uh, over, uh, I'm trying to look for the word here to talk about. Maybe you don't want to overshadow yeah. the red kettle kickoff this weekend or, you know, on Thursday. Maybe you could have done it, you know, maybe you could have done it in conjunction with that. Hey, we have wonderful news for the holiday season. By the way, uh, you know, we're Jimmy Johnson's going into the ring of honor and we got the red kettle kickoff going on with Dolly Parton and everything, you know, all that stuff. And so I don't know, maybe I think there probably was a better time and a better way to do it. But the thing I've always you know, known about Jerry and working for him for 14 years was when he's ready to do something, he's ready to do something. There's a lot of times where they will take forever to make a decision on something. But when they're ready to do it, they are ready to do it. And I, I felt like today was, you know, one of those one of those days. Maybe this is one of the reasons why uh, you got the Fox number one crew doing this game today. Yeah, you know, and uh, maybe that was something that you know you kind of wonder, man, why would why would Burkhardt and Olson do be doing, and you know, and Tom Rinaldi and. And, you know, and, and our, our gal there, um, you know, she, Aaron Andrews, yeah, Aaron Andrews, you know, why are they all, uh, you know, why are they all here? You know, maybe this was something that, 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 you know, that, that, that they knew about that Fox knew about, and that's why they made G, uh, Jimmy available. And it just seems kind of a, kind of a funny time for doing it in a Carolina. It seems game. very purposeful that the announcement though, is also for an ESPN game that I'm assuming Troy Aikman's going to call. 
yeah. um, that that he'll be on that one. It seems like, I'm guessing that Saturday, was going to be... Saturday night game, right? The Saturday night game. I'm guessing that was something that was important to them, was that, right. hey, uh, Troy's going to want to be here. Because Troy and Jimmy, their their relationship is incredibly close. Um, Troy Didn't has, start out that way. Nope, did not. Uh, ask not Steve with Steve Walsh, Walsh on board. Yep. Yeah, you, you can ask Steve Walsh how that went. Um, but, it, but it's something that they've become, you know, they're incredibly close now. And it's something that I know Aikman has talked about before, that he needs to get in there. Like, like Jimmy deserves to be in there. And I know there are a lot of players who who feel that way. I'm sure there are going to be a lot of players present for this one. Um, but, you know, former 90s players that played with Jimmy that are going to want to be there for that. So um, big news. You don't want to nitpick too much because the right decision was ultimately made. Here's the thing, though, that's interesting is that they do not typically announce these things in the middle of the year. These are things that are typically announced before the season starts, you know, everything else. I'm going to I'm going to dip into my conspiracy bag a little bit and, and ask you, Brian, if if you can see this being the case. Do you think this decision was made after Jerry and Jimmy had that very public chance to talk before kickoff of the Chargers game for about 20 minutes a few weeks ago? Do you think that's why the announcement was made when it was was because Jerry didn't make up his mind to do this until just a couple weeks ago when they were in L.A.? I don't know. I'll let you explain your theory on I, that. I just think that, look, he we know they don't have the same relationship that they always did. And in fact, it's a, they it's swear a very, they do. They, they swear they, they do. They do. But they also acknowledge like, yeah, we can talk. We can be good. But it's clearly just it's 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 a very odd relationship that the two of them share. But it's a, it's a little bit like maybe um like family. Like, let, let's say, uh, Brian, if you got attention with somebody in your family and then you happen to see him at Thanksgiving, some people choose to just go like, let's pretend today. Like, we're not even going to talk about that this exists between us. Let's just talk. And like, you know, you can just uh, ignore that 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 baggage or that tension is between you two and you guys can talk and be happy. And, and same sort of thing. Whenever Jerry and Jimmy in a room together, they seem to be able to just hey, we're old friends, best of friends. We pick up where we left off. And then in between, it's like, yeah, well, he needs to put me in the ring of honor. And then on Jerry's side, yeah. it's like, yeah, he needed me not to, you know, it didn't need to be such an ass on his way out of here. Didn't need to, to publicly flirt with the Jacksonville job or whatever else. Like, like you know, and so I, I do wonder if that was, you know, a time that very publicly they got their 20 minutes to stand there, talk together, you know, get visit with each other. Jerry said he had no idea Jimmy was going to be there at that game, said, you know, uh, was was surprised to see him there. So the fact that they stood out there, got a chance to talk. That's that's my thought, Jer- uh, Brian, is that Jerry, who's typically very, you know, methodical about announcing this and picking what he's going to do. I think we got the late announcement. The only other time I can remember an in-season announcement was I believe they did the same with Gil Brandt. And it's because Gil was trying to get, they were trying to get Gil into the hall of fame and right. there was, so they were trying to, okay, let's give him this. Cause there's always the question of, well, why aren't you Charles honored Haley. by your, yeah. Why aren't you honored by your own team? You know, why, why, how can we put you in the hall of fame if you're not honored by your own team? So same sort of thing. I wonder is that it's just, he got a chance to talk. And so the reason why this felt so rushed and odd of why are you announcing it before the Panthers game is because Jerry made up his mind when he made up his mind, which yeah. in my, my opinion was probably in the last couple of weeks, he just decided to do it just because. Yeah. I think you're uh, I think you might be onto something here. Like I told you though, the, the Joneses, when they make up their minds to do something, they're very quick about doing it. And, There'll be other times where they they take their sweet time. They really do. They're, you know, unless they're pushed on something. And I, I just, I don't know. It, it just seems kind of a, it does seem very, very funny. The, the location, A, and then how it all came about. You know, I, I don't, I don't have a really good answer for that. I'm just happy it did. 
I, I'm really, I think Mike McCarthy, real quick, Bobby, Mike yeah. McCarthy said something I think it's absolutely right about Jerry and, and Jimmy's uh, relationship. They finish each other's sentences, you know? Yeah. And I think that's, I think there's a lot of truth to that. I think there's a lot of truth to that. And they might be, you know, they might not at times have really saw things eye to eye, but this is one thing that they do see eye to eye on that, you know, that Jerry now believes that Jimmy deserves to be in the ring of honor. And, you know, Jimmy just got put in the Miami, the University of Miami's ring of honor, mm-hmm. you know, or their, their Hall of Fame. And man, he, you know, he'd done incredible things for them. So, Things are starting to kind of tie tie up for for Jimmy Johnson in his career and the Hall of Fame, the University of Miami. You know, I'm sure he's in the Oklahoma State Ring of Honor for what he did over there. Uh, but then now with the Cowboys Ring of Honor, I, I think his I think there's a lot of closure in his life uh, about all the things that as a coach that we were all saying, hey, this needs to be done, and it needed to be done yesterday. As a guy who was in the league at that time chasing the Cowboys, like you yeah, were, they killed us. When when that news broke, which was it league meetings or was it a little after league meetings when, yeah. when that news broke? When uh-huh. that news broke, I think, they were, I think they were in Arizona. I think they were at the Biltmore in Arizona. Might have that was it Florida? Were they at the? I think the they breakers? were in Florida. I, I think the they were breakers. In Florida. They, might have, they might have been at the Breakers. Yeah. So when okay. that news breaks in 1994. Did, uh, you as somebody in the league who was chasing the Cowboys, did you feel like, oh my gosh, they've given us an opening? Like, like they, they've given us an opening to be able to catch this football team now because we never thought that we'd be able to to beat this roster and this coach. And like, did it did it make you guys feel a little bit like they're the cracks? We we can get them now. Yeah, they they had it. They also they had a, a draft where they uh, Derek. Uh, who was the the running back from Alabama that they drafted? Uh, Derek Lassick? Was Derek Lassick? Yeah. yeah. I was thinking Sherman Williams or Derek Lassick. Hey, Derek Lassick, they uh, you know, to me it was I think I'm right about the draft that I, I got I hate when 94, I 94 they took 94 they took Shantae Carver. Okay, the Shantae Carver draft, but they were they they had a draft where they drafted like all special teams guys. That was said. 96. That was with Sherman okay. Williams and Sherman and Williams. I was Darren Lassick was a running back. Sherman okay. Williams. I think that was yeah. LaFleur or Bjornson or okay. one of those guys. Yeah, no, no. LaFleur was a first round pick, but it, I'm sorry. I, I, Derek, but yeah, Sherman Williams, uh, but it was one of those drafts where they, they, it was, they drafted in it. It's kind of like they, instead of like saying, no, these guys aren't going to make our team, you know, instead of trying to work, they just drafted backup guys. And then so you're kind of sitting there thinking, well, man, was this, is this it? Is this, you know, we we never could, we never could uh we never could catch these guys because they they were clearly better than us. I mean, we tr- we tried. We really tried. And it and it took it took that game funny, it, it was at Carolina, that playoff game, where they, you know, where they got where Aikman and Beat all up. these guys, you know, they got beat up in the game, and you know, we we played, and, and that year we went to the Super Carolina. We played Carolina in the uh, the championship game in '96. Beat them, and and yeah, beat them, and that was, and, you know, we we were looking at the Cowboys. We just never could. We just never could beat uh, those that team. I you, mean, you, you were matter. you were better than them in '96, no doubt. Uh, Green Bay was better than Dallas. In we would have got them in a home game, which might have been a different story. But 
but would they have, would they have been in your head at all going into that oh, hell game? yes Hell yes, are you, cer- are you certain you would have beat them in 96 if you got I don't, in the NFC I don't know. Game? That's what I'm saying because, to me, I remember Bob Harlan, the, the club president of the Packers, is like, yes, Brian, we're going to get this Dallas team right where we, you know, right where we want them. We're going to get them in a home game. And I go, Mr. Harlan, no disrespect, sir, but – and serious, I had this conversation. I go, no disrespect, sir, but we've, we don't – we haven't beaten these guys. You know why? Let's take a chance on Carolina, who's who's an expansion team, and Kerry Collins, and you know, yeah, they got uh, Kevin Green, and they've got some really legitimate players. But let's let's take our chances with them. And Mister Harlan looked at me, and goes, "Oh no, you're right about that." But that when when that game ended in Carolina, that was really really the end of the Dallas Cowboys as we knew it was 1999. Was that Chan Gailey team when Michael Irvin was laying on the field in, at the vet in Philadelphia? Yep. That was really the end of – but at Green Bay, we when when Jimmy left, we we knew we had an opening. We knew we had an opening. It just – it took a little bit longer, but we knew we had an opening. That does it for us here today on the Love of the Star podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we'll have two more episodes for you this week uh, leading up to the Cowboys and the Commanders. We'll, we'll have one leading up to Cowboys Commanders, then we'll have one after Cowboys and Commanders uh, for your Thanksgiving holiday weekend. Uh, but Cowboys get it done. They they secure the victory. They are now, uh, you know, they, they, they look to be firmly uh, set up to, to be exactly where you want to be before you hit this tough stretch run of games of you know seahawks and bills and dolphins and lions and everything else uh so the cowboys have set things up nicely and get an opportunity to sweep this three-game stretch that we said was so critical for them to sweep uh between the giants panthers and commanders two down one to go for brian broadus i'm bobby belt we will talk to you guys again later